Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, brought to you by Aging Wisdom, where we share weekly bite-sized insights on aging well, caring well, and living well. Your services as a care manager have helped families in that situation too, because I know in the past I've worked with families where, you know, they may have children local, but then the other spouse had to move out of town and they hire a care manager. And by care manager, we're not talking about somebody sitting there providing the care, but an, an advocate for them, right? So you would take them to doctor's appointments. You would keep the family updated. You would be the contact at the community every time there's a change in condition. So tell us a little bit more. I know we, we weren't trying to promote your services, but tell us why would somebody hire a care manager in a situation like that? What are the benefits of that? Yeah, so um, as a care manager, we help families navigate aging, often families with dementia. Many of our families, their loved one is here and they live out of town or out of the country. And so we are what we call the boots on the ground. Like I was talking about that client with the incontinent issue. She doesn't have any family in town. So we are the person that communicates with the facility, making sure that her needs are getting met. And then we also are the person that's taking her to doctor's appointments, as Sandra said, and, and making sure that like maybe at one point she may need to move again because she needs a higher level of care. So we are stopping in and we're seeing what her needs are and seeing if that facility can meet her needs or maybe she needs to move again. We also, as I mentioned before, we help families, you know, just figuring out sometimes we just meet families once on a consultation and figure out like what we need to look at right now and what, you know, what do you need to think about in the future? And most of the clients that we see on an ongoing basis are people that families are out of town or families, you know, where sometimes they're in that sandwich generation and they're taking care of young kids as well as having to take care of mom and dad. And so we're their support and we do, we take things off their plate so they're able to have a little bit more freedom in their life and a little bit more flexibility. And you talk about financials, about bill paying also earlier. What are some ways that families can help? I know you guys use a bill paying service or uh, is there services like that? And, and how expensive are they? Yeah, so fiduciary, somebody who can come in and help with bill paying and they can do everything from just organizing those bills and making and you know sitting with the person and making sure those bills get paid to like having a separate account where they pay those bills on a regular basis and there are companies that do fiduciary services they charge anywhere from you know 100 to 250 dollars an hour to like independent providers that might be charging more like 100 to 200 dollars an hour to help with the bill paying. Yep. And that might be the first thing that somebody is is needing when oftentimes, you know, those bills, the financial, that is often the first clue that people are noticing when somebody has dementia and needs a little bit more support is that bill paying and, and figuring out, well, is it a family member that can take over those bill paying or do we need to hire somebody, somebody outside? And, you know, when you're making those decisions about who is paying the bills, you want somebody that's going to be responsible. Are they responsible in their own bill paying? Are they responsible in their own money management? Because you're not wanting to name somebody to do that position if they're not responsible in their own life to do it. 
And with somebody who has, I was just thinking about advanced directives, would that also be somebody who has financial power of attorney or doesn't need to be that person? So are you saying for the bill payer? Yeah, for the bill payer. So yeah, bill payer um, sometimes can be a financial power of attorney, but not always. It could be the financial power of attorney that names a fiduciary, a company or a bookkeeper to pay those bills. I work with a gentleman and he, so he names like his son and his daughter as his healthcare power of attorney and his financial power of attorney. They both lived out of town. So he needed somebody to help pay his bills here in town. So they then hired a bookkeeper here in town to sit with him. He was able to do some of it. He also wanted that responsibility. He was starting to have some dementia, but he still wanted, you know, some of his hand in there. So the bookkeeper would sit with him and they would do that. And so there's those different layers of the financial person. Yeah. So the financial power of attorney could be the person that pays the bills or they can also hire somebody else. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another Wisdom Wednesday. In the meantime, visit our website at agingwisdom.com where you'll find more resources to help you navigate options for aging, caring, and living well.